Welcome to the Husband Material Podcast, where we help Christian men outgrow porn. Why? So you can change your brain, heal your heart, and save your relationship. My name is Drew Boa, and I'm here to show you how. Let's go. Today, I am answering the question, how do you define pornography? This is really important if you're wondering, well, did I really use porn? Have I really relapsed? And also, if you're wondering if you have a problem with porn. First of all, the word pornography is a compound word coming from the Greek word porneia, which means sexual immorality or prostitution, and graphe, which means writing or media. So prostitution in media, sexual immorality in media. And there are two ways to define pornography that I would like to suggest. The first way to define, well, is this porn or is this not porn, is by the intention of the creator. And then the second way is to define it by the intention of the consumer. So if a certain image or video was created with the intention of sexually stimulating someone in a way that you and I would say is inappropriate, then that would be what we call formal pornography. Media created for the purpose of sexually stimulating the consumer in an immoral way. And then the second way to define pornography is by the intention of the consumer. So even if an image or a video was not created with erotic pornographic purposes, it can still be used pornographically. For example, for me personally, doing a Google image search for certain things would bring up images that would be extremely sexually stimulating to me, even though there's no nudity, even though they probably were not meant to be used pornographically. If I'm using something for my own inappropriate sexual pleasure, then I'm using it pornographically. And for me, that's porn, functionally. So those are the two definitions. There's formal pornography, where the purpose of it is to be pornography, and then functional pornography, which could be anything, absolutely anything that you use for a pornographic purpose. Let's say you see an online advertisement that is clearly intended to be pornographic. Well, technically that is viewing porn, but your intention was not to look at it, and so you quickly click away, exit the window, get away from that advertisement. So technically, did you view porn? Yes, but functionally, it wasn't porn for you. It was intended to be porn by the creator and the person who showed you that advertisement, but there's no need to repent of anything if all you did was realize that it was porn and then try to get away from it. And that's actually why social media can be so dangerous. You can go onto certain social media platforms not intending to view porn at all. Maybe you're just drifting and scrolling and wondering what's happening in the world, what's happening with my friends. But because of the advertisements and the algorithms, you end up being confronted by media that is intended to sexually stimulate you and it leads you into pornography, whether formal or just functional. And that's one reason why I would classify a lot of social media as pornography with the intention behind it and also the way that we use it. But even if you don't use any kind of media 
for your specific type of sexually acting out, does that mean that you are free from pornography? I don't think so. My friend and colleague Andrew Bauman has created a concept that can be really helpful in allowing us to understand how porn is influencing us even if we're not accessing any type of media for sexual purposes. In his book, The Psychology of Porn, he describes a pornographic style of relating, also known as PSR. A pornographic style of relating is marked by control, objectification, speed, hunger, isolation, and fantasy. If those qualities describe your sexual behavior or your sexual attitude, then you have a pornographic style of relating even if you're not using porn, even if you're masturbating without porn, or let's say even having sex with your spouse. If your style of relating is based on control, objectification, speed, hunger, isolation, and fantasy, then my friend, maybe you're not as free from porn as you might think. So my hope with this episode is to invite us all to reconsider what counts as porn for each of us. At Husband Material, our goal is to outgrow porn in all its forms, in media that was intended to be pornographic, in the way that we might use media that was or was not intended to be porn, and the way that we relate to other people can be pornographic. Rather than a pornographic style of relating, we are learning to become sexually healthy men, sexually mature men who relate to each other in the way that Andrew Bauman describes in his book, The Sexually Healthy Man. According to Bauman, a sexually healthy man is emotionally present, authentic, truthful, mature, kind, patient, strong, and unashamed. He's living in community, reality, humility, honor, rather than being emotionally distant, having secrets, living in fantasy, objectification, aggression, insecurity, and shame. And I'm including links to Andrew's books and articles in the show notes for this episode. Andrew Bauman is the special guest who will be joining us at the upcoming virtual retreat, Becoming Husband Material. I'm really excited about this because at this retreat, we will be focusing on healing our childhood wounds, growing up into sexually mature men of God, and being able to relate to women, whether we're married or not, in a mature style of relating, in a redeemed style of relating, rather than an immature pornographic style of relating. So I wonder what outgrowing porn means for you. Maybe it means outgrowing the formal type of pornography. Maybe it means outgrowing the specific type of media that functions as porn for you. Or maybe it's continuing to get even more free from a pornographic style of relating. In any case, I would like to remind you that at this moment, just as you are, my friend, you are God's beloved son, and in you, he is well pleased. Well pleased.